This NBA Finals edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. Get started today and you'll get a risk free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at WYNNBet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up at underdogfantasy.com with promo code SGPN and receive a free $25 entry to use in Best Ball Mania 2 for a chance to win $1 million. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app in the App Store or Google Play Store. This is Martin Cleese, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green. My partner in picks Ryan real money Kramer, not with us. He's uh, on vacation floating down a river somewhere, but of course the NBA finals are happening and uh, we got to do an NBA finals pod was uh, waiting to figure out when this thing was scheduled. Honestly, I was, I was rooting for a uh, game seven in the East just so I wouldn't have to uh, record something the day after 4th of July, uh, powering through the hangover to bring you guys fresh content. And uh, of course, I know uh, everyone will be dying for their Kramer fix, but uh, when he gets back, we'll be doing uh, you know, and we have a full week of uh, our top 10 fantasy football podcasts that are dropping on the feed. Obviously check those guys out. And then July 13th draft day, Kramer is going to be drafting uh underdog fantasy best ball teams for 24 hours straight starting July 13th at one o'clock Pacific and then ending on July 14th. Uh, we'll see how this goes. And there's a bunch of fun prop bets uh, we put up regarding Kramer's performance. Can he stay awake? How many teams he drafts, etc. Giving away $500 for that. And our, uh, our other, our NBA finals uh, free roll contest is uh, coming to a close here with the NBA finals. We'll see who ends up taking it home. I know uh, we'll do a post uh, later in the week or, or probably early next week uh, showing off all the entries. I, I, don't, I don't think many people had the Bucks or the uh, Suns. I think most people were in the Nets. Uh, they kept the chalky with the Nets, so we'll see how that shakes out. All right, we got a little uh, crank it up. The NBA is here, and of course, the NBA Finals. You're looking to bet the NBA Finals? Of course you are. That's why you're listening to this podcast. And if you're a listener, you of course know we are presented by WinBet. All you got to do, head over to winbet.com, download the app today for up to a $500 risk free sports bet. Again, they're bringing that Win Las Vegas betting experience to you in the palm of your hands. They got the most generous promos, odds, and the parlays of the parlay boost. Exclusively over at WinBet. Again, all you got to do, head over to winbet.com, W Y N N bet.com, 
Download the app today. Terms and conditions apply on that sweet $500 risk-free sports bet. LFG over at WYNNbet.com. Okay, since Kramer's out, bringing over uh, some of the co-hosts uh, from the NBA Gambling Podcast. First, welcoming up Moonoff Manji, a.k.a. The Machine. What's happening, Moonoff? going on, Sean? Uh, happy 4th. Um, happy 4th. You know, I didn't do much yesterday. I was just grinding through <laughs> it, man. I, I was... Uh, <laughs> I, I know. Moonoff. Moonoff really making the case for Employee of the Year. Everyone's, like, posting fireworks. Moonoff's, uh, you know, tweeting out that, I'm sorry, guys, busy doing an NFL deep dive. What were you working <laughs> on on the NFL? Because, again, I'm, I'm itching to get into football, and it's nice to have – NBA this late, like literally as the finals wrap up, we are going to be kicking off training camp. So the timing yeah. is perfect, but what are you, what are you looking at uh, in the NFL already? Yeah. I started diving into uh started diving into some uh, regular season awards. So MVP uh, coach of the year, you know, uh, rookie of the year. So those things I started diving into a little bit. And I was like, man, because NBA finals usually end around June, like mid June. And I'm like, yeah, why? And, I was like, well, maybe I'll get some time off, but then we have, like you said, training camp starting uh, real quick in August, so it's a quick turnaround. Uh, not a lot of downtime, but um, I guess they say when you're uh, when you're in the betting world and in sports, it's uh, it's almost a 365 day uh, 365 day uh, gig, I, I guess you can say. Yeah, yeah, and usually you get the Fourth of July off, but we oh, we yeah. got we got to be handicapping uh, Nathan's hot dogs, yeah, uh, Joey Chestnuts. I don't I I forget if he actually hit the over. It was close. It did. Uh, he did. He did. All right. So shout out to you, Chestnuts, Joey Jaws. They got to figure out, and again, a little bit of a tangent, they got to figure out a way to bring back Kobayashi because Kobayashi is the only guy that ever gave him a run for his money. Yeah. And uh, there's, a, there's a major league eating contract dispute, and uh, Kobayashi stormed the gates a few years ago. People were chanting, let him eat. So someone out there, figure it out. Get, Kob- get Kobayashi in there. We got to figure out. Uh, we got to give Joey uh, Jaws uh, some competition. All right, joining us as well, another uh, co-host from the NBA Gambling Podcast. And make sure you guys check out their feed. They're going to be breaking down the series, uh, games. They're going to be doing it all deep dive over on NBA Gambling Podcast. Also, Stretch 4 Podcast, Dan Titus. Dan, uh, you know, a fellow Eagles fan as well. Where are you at? And I've been throwing this out there as a long shot bet. Nick Sirianni, 50-1, to Coach of the Year. Am I crazy? Well, I am crazy, but... Where are you at with uh, Sirianni coach of the year? That's a little crazy. Um, <laughs> kind of see a bigger sample size first, but I love your optimism, um, especially now because as you guys are just talking about football season, I'm definitely turning that page now. It's it's crazy that we're still talking about basketball here in July, but love that's the NBA finals. But now I'm uh, spent. I spent most of July 4th actually doing a little bit of grilling, watch Independence Day. Hell yeah. Bill Pullman for giving one of those epic speeches to get you riled up for uh, July 4th. And uh, also prepare for the Scott Fish Bowl, so I'm actually going to be on the clock here soon. So I'm debating. Ah, man, I got I got a lot of options here. So you know, do you know uh, what uh, what spot in the uh, Scott Fish Bowl are you picking? Do you know yet? I got, I got the 12 spot. Oh, okay. So yeah. end of the first round, and of course we're we're doing a ton of uh, not mock drafts because why do a mock draft? Just do a best ball draft. But we've been doing a ton. Yeah. Who are you looking to get at the 12 spot? And is it's it's a 12 person league? That's correct. Yeah. So. Um, you right get now, that 12 are, turn. Yeah, so QBs are flying off the board. I still see Lamar is out there as well as Kamara, so I'm hoping that the both of those guys can fall to me. If not, I might have to pivot 
I really like Antonio Gibson this year, man. He has a really cakey uh, playoffs, you know, week 15, 16, and 17 this year. So I, I'm, I don't know. Uh, he's, he's the guy that I'm kind of eyeing as like my sleeper. I don't know if I grab him now at, at the 12 spot because it's going to be a long wait till I come back around. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Antonio Gibson, the turf toe, I would keep an eye on that. That's uh, that's, uh, you know, one thing to uh, maybe be a little concerned there with Antonio Gibson. All right. Enough football. We got, we got plenty of, uh, we got plenty of off season to get into football. We're talking NBA finals, uh, Phoenix suns. Obviously they are the uh, home court favorite minus 200 on the series plus 165 going the other way for the bucks game one tipping off. Tuesday, 6.05 Pacific. Suns are laying five and a half, minus 250 on the money line. Bucks plus 200. Total sitting at 217. Why don't we uh, Why don't we start by breaking down game one, getting into that a little bit. Um, Moonoff, I know uh, the huge storyline, of course, is will Giannis play? Won't he play? It seemed like from what the reports I was reading was that Giannis was probably going to play if there was a game seven in the East. So I'm kind of assuming he's going to be a go uh, game one here. What, what, what have you heard? Where are we at with that? Yeah, I still don't see much on Giannis. I, I think that for them to wrap it up, obviously for him to have that extra rest between Saturday and game one, I think that's an extra couple of days. Um, it's going to be beneficial to him, but there's, I mean, we've seen so many things on Twitter where I think it's Chris Bosch had the same injury. And he didn't even return to the to the uh, NBA playoffs that year. But for Giannis, it, they when they did all the MRI and things, like I said there was no structural damage. So you, I guess you, as a Bucks fan, you kind of got to count your blessings there. But I think they may be extra cautious and maybe wait till Game Two, possibly Game Three. Yeah. Um, I for one would be surprised if he does play in Game One, uh, just based on everything that I've read on on social media. Yeah, no, it, it it's weird. It's one of those things where you may want to, you know, instinctually, oh, the Suns, they've they've been resting for so long. Maybe you fade them. Yeah. Um, game one normally, but then I could, but now with the Bucks coming in there, it does seem like I wouldn't be shocked if you know the way you're laying the case out there that if they're just like, all right, game one, we're just gonna see what we can do. Uh, with Middleton kind of being the guy and if Giannis can come and, and actually give us something fine, but let's, let's wait until game two. Cause you only really need to steal one. And if you're just going to kind of punt on game one and see what you can, what you can do. And obviously they won the Eastern conference finals without him. Yeah. Um, but it, it's tough to predict, especially game one or in the series where Dan, where are you at with uh, Giannis, like breaking this game down, especially game one? Are you planning on him being in the lineup? I think you have to plan that he's not going to be there. Right. And, and that spread look, it looks to reflect that they don't think he's going to play. Right. Yeah, I agree. I think you, you, the series is going to be at least five or six games to me. Um, and if you can get Giannis an extra day of rest, I think you do that. So the first game isn't super important. We've seen Phoenix beat them three times this season. Um, Phoenix covering all of those those games as the uh, as an underdog um, with Giannis out of the lineup I just got to feel like the Suns are going to be in a good position despite being off of for like a week they're riding hot man and I don't think that they're going to take their foot off the gas here even with Drew Holiday playing outside of his mind like that's that's exactly what the Bucks needed is for him to take that take on that aggressive that aggressor role because he never really played that before because they no. were Giannis there and Chris Middleton still I mean, he's still making an imprint on the game, but I think this 
I think it was really Drew Holiday the last two games that really willed them to that victory, as well as Brooke Lopez just playing really well um, and, and Bobby Portis stepping up. It's really just the role players. So I wouldn't be surprised if they cover the spread, but money line here, I think Phoenix is going to win game one. Yeah, Phoenix uh, win win game one and, and win the series. That's probably not a uh, not a bad bet to look at. I, I'm going to take the Suns lay in five. I, I think um, just the fact that the crowd's going to be there, the emotion, and the the Suns are just like a better shooting team. And and I know the Bucks were kind of hot and and they closed it out on the road. So kudos for them. Like usually your role players aren't going to be able to close you out or help close you out. Uh, but they were shooting, they were shooting really well, the bucks. And I just feel like another road game and they don't have that extra rest. I think Giannis not playing. It's going to be hard for them to get up for that game, even though it is the NBA finals. I just think game one, they're going to kind of be like, whatever. And then maybe Giannis makes his return game two. And that's when they throw the kitchen sink at you again, Suns second and field goal percentage for playoff teams. They're just a well-rounded team. And in particular in game one, I mean, with no Giannis there, I feel like Aiton is going to have a massive game. I like his uh, over 15 and a half on the points. So I, I'm in on Suns minus five and a half and in particular Aiton to have a big game. Munaf, where are you at? Game one. What are you, what are we looking at matchup wise? Um, so I think if we kind of rewind and we take a look at the performance that the Bucks have in game one in, in these playoffs so far that if we go back to round one, they barely beat the Miami Heat in game one. That game got to overtime. Middleton had that game winning uh, jump shot in overtime. If not, that was going to head into double overtime. Take fast forward uh, against the Nets in the conference semifinals. They lost game one by eight. And then they also lost game one in the conference finals to the Atlanta Hawks on their floor. So I think that trend's going to continue. I agree with you, Sean, that I think that um, Phoenix, I've said this to Dan and Zach on our on our NBA Gambling Podcast, I just can't bet against this Phoenix Suns team at home. This crowd has probably been the best home crowd for the Phoenix Suns all playoffs long. I'm going to continue to ride that, and I 100% agree with you that. I, I don't think that Giannis is able to go, but I think DeAndre Aiden is going to have a big game. And they know, I think the Suns know that for sure, that they have to take advantage at home against the Milwaukee Bucks in the NBA finals because they've been getting it done all series long or all playoffs long. They've won every game one in all of their, their playoff series so far. So I'm going to stick with that trend. I think I agree with you. DeAndre Aiden's going to have a big game and um, I'm probably going to put something a little bit on uh, Chris Paul's uh, uh, assist prop. He currently see that nine and a half at even money. So I might jump on that right now before it moves. Nice. Like it. Where So Dan, it sounds like you're going Sun's money line, but maybe you maybe you think the Bucks have a chance to cover uh, the spread game one. What other what are the angles you looking to hit on uh, game one here? Yeah, to me, I feel like the public's just going to assume that the Suns are just going to walk all over them. And <laughs> I don't know. It's just kind of feel like it's, it's as as, as the guy who represents the public. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Come on, the Suns are going to crush them. What what like if you're building the case for the Bucks for game one, is it that same kind of thing where like they rally around the fact that Giannis isn't there, Drew Holiday keeps playing well, Chris Middleton, who wasn't doing shit on the road earlier in the playoffs, but I mean, especially in that Eastern Conference Finals, really, really had some good road games and I didn't think he had that in him. Is that kind of the formula there? Yeah, I mean, yeah, Giannis was played in all three of the games that they were that they played earlier in the season, but I mean they lost two games by less than, by a point. So it's not like the Milwaukee Bucks just like laid down and got blown out by Phoenix. 
And, you know, I think that this team figured out how to play without Giannis on the court. And, you know, the Hawks were a really good team. I mean, they upset two opponents before that. So you can't discount the effort it took to get to win those two games. So I don't know. I feel like the layoff, something about it just seems to me like I don't think the Suns are just going to have an easy an easy outing here. I think that the, the Bucks are going to show up on the road. They know what's at stake here. Potentially maybe stealing a game. Maybe it's the one that they got to wait for Giannis to come back to. But who knows? I, I think that this is a good time to grab them. Um, grab the Bucks as the underdogs here at five and a half before it moves any longer. Who knows? Maybe Giannis surprises us and, and shows up for game one. I doubt it, but who knows? Yeah, no, you're – yeah, that's probably the way to play it. And as a, as a Suns backer, I'm looking to lock in that minus five and a half over a win bet a- ASAP because it can only – I think it can only kind of swing with the, uh, you know, with the idea of him coming – well, wait, sorry. No, wait, if uh, – no, yeah, wait. If 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 Giannis does play, so maybe <laughs> I realize I just talked myself into a loop here, but maybe if you do like the Suns, you wait to yeah. see if Giannis right. does play because then obviously that's going to get knocked down from like five and a half to what three and a half, three yeah, even right, maybe yeah. a two and a half. So yeah. maybe as the Suns, better I wait because I think if if Giannis if they announce Giannis, I really like the Suns then, especially at the smaller number because. I mean, if he can play, but can he play? And that's going to be the the thing that you have to kind of figure out here is like Giannis may be on the court, but he might not be 100%. And and Munoff had a good angle there comparing it to that Chris Bosh injury who, yeah, like he just missed the entire playoffs. There's a world where we just don't see Giannis at all. I I, I think that's probably a little crazy because it's the finals and he's going to try, but there's a world where – we see Giannis and he's just nowhere close to effective, right? I mean, you yeah, got to yeah. factor and that in with the series price, right? And it's going to, I mean, there's a bit of a strategy in there too, right? Cause the bucks don't want to just say, Oh, he's ruled out. Cause then they're yeah. putting up a whole different game plan. Right. So they got to leave some mystery there in mystique. So yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's why I was taking the money line. I feel like Phoenix is going to outright win this game, but this, the spread to me, I, I don't know. There's just a little bit too much, uh, the layoff plus, you know, the Bucks playing well in those last two games. Maybe they, they come out and surprise you. But one other angle I want to throw out there, Chris Paul averaged the most points against any other, any other team um, this season. It was against the Bucks. Oh, so, nice. You know, he, he dropped 22 in game one, 28 in the second one. So no no surprise if Chris Paul keeps his, his fine play up, um, up to speed. I mean, he's going to be going at it with Drew Holiday, which I think is going to be a really good point guard matchup to watch. But we saw yeah. when Trey Young was healthy, he was able to get buckets on Drew. So – I think we see Chris Paul really uh, maintain his, his fine play just mainly because he wants that ring. So I, I, would th- I could see him doing the uh, easy double-double. So I was actually just looking up what his double-double uh, props are. No, that's but that's a good angle. And, and it's hard not to root for Chris Paul a little bit just because, A, the nickname Point God is a pretty badass nickname. But, B, you can't call yourself a god if you haven't won a championship. So I feel like it legitimizes the Point God nickname, which I like. But, again, it feels a little bit hollow, especially he's been in the league, what, like 17 years, and now this is his first NBA Finals appearance. Um, all right, we're going to – we're going to get into the series bets before we do. I want to shout out PropSwap.com, baby. Oh, man. PropSwap.com, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. You can find the best odds on the NBA championship and uh, whatever's left of the uh, Stanley Cup. You can do that all over PropSwap.com because, again, there, there's probably people 
I've seen a bunch of tickets on there of people trying to hedge out on their uh, Phoenix Suns. They they had Phoenix Suns to win the championship. Maybe they listened to me and they had uh, Chris Paul to win the NBA Finals. Gave that out, I think, as high as 40 to 1, 35 to 1. Now, if you if you had bet that at a sports book, you could be selling it right now for a guaranteed profit. What's better than a guaranteed profit? Unload those uh, Suns tickets. And uh, again, that's a, that's a fun thing about PropSwap.com. You don't need to necessarily have your tickets win. All you need to do is have them improve in value. Again, kind of like the stock market. And unlike the stock market, you get a sweet deposit bonus. Just go to PropSwap.com. Download the app today. Use that promo code SGP. PropSwap.com. Promo code SGP. Get set up over there and start buying and selling real sports tickets. And uh, make sure to use that bid feature. Don't be afraid to lowball some of these people. They could be desperate. They could need the cash. Could be looking to unload uh, their future spots. I was able to uh, crowbar a tout into the uh, into the live read there, but it does uh, transition well over to the NBA Finals odds, which I'll read off uh, what I'm seeing right now. Chris Paul all the way down to plus one seventy five, Booker plus two forty, Giannis a three seventy five, Middleton plus five fifty, Holiday plus nine hundred, DeAndre Ayton twenty five to one. And then you got some Hunter to one and Mikel Bridges, Brooke Lopez, um, campaign, <laughs> Cameron Payne at 150 to one. Um, I, you know, again, I, I got down on the Chris Paul a while ago as a future. So going to stick with that. I don't know if I would rebuy it at plus 175. Um, I like Paul, but at plus 175, that still feels a little steep. Um, but I also like, uh, you know, and again, uh, shout out to Jacob Haquin. He threw out in the chat, and I've been riding it. Is that uh, DeAndre Ayton uh, NBA Finals MVP? You can still get that at twenty-five to one right now. As far as like the fun long shots, Ayton would be mine because again, if Giannis is kind of playing or he misses, you can really see Ayton, you know, having himself a series, and we've seen him really kind of come to life in this NBA playoffs. It's been a fun story. And I think him at twenty-five to one, especially what he can add on the defensive side, is uh, is is pretty is pretty tempting. Especially if he continues to just get tons of rebounds and uh, help help the Suns dominate on the glass. Moonoff, what are your thoughts on uh, NBA Finals MVP? Yeah, I know. As, as we were recording my the article, I dropped. Uh, I did work on this morning. Just dropped on uh, on our website. So I did have Chris Paul as Finals MVP. I think we gotta gotta have it kind of gotta think about is that how many more opportunities is Chris Paul going to have uh, to be playing in the NBA Finals with the Phoenix Suns? I mean, he could always make a move to another team that could get to the finals, but for like you said, Sean, that for him to cement his name as a point god, I think that he's gonna have to go out and win win this championship, and also you know, on I think it'll all be on his back for the Phoenix Suns to win the championship also and. We saw how dominant he was in that clinching game against the Clippers. Um, you know, as much as I wanted to pick Devin Booker, I just feel like this is all about Chris Paul and yeah. his legacy, and he just can't let this opportunity slip. So I, I took Chris Paul at plus 175. It's not the most glamorous bet, but, um, you know, the point guard, anytime you have him on your team in the NBA Finals, I'll back that. Uh, I'll back that uh, bet any 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 time of the week. Yeah, you're right. And I I was kind of hesitant at plus one seventy five, but I mean if you compare it to the Sun series price, which is minus two hundred, I'd much rather just have the Chris Paul plus one seventy five yeah. 
than the Sun series at, at exactly. minus 200. Dan, where are you at with uh, taking a look at these finals MVP? Yeah, I think the, the DeAndre Ayton is the value pick. Um, just given how he's played all postseason, I mean, he's averaging 16 and 11, uh, but that could easily go up, you know, closer to, you know, 20 and 20 and 12 if uh, Giannis is off the floor in this series. So um, only with, with Brooke Lopez as his only competition, like I think he could have a field day. But I, I think the safe pick is obviously Chris Paul for much of what Munaf just talked about with, you know, just his history and him getting to the stage and he may not get there again. I mean, this is the path that was written for him. I mean, yeah. the injuries and everywhere that took to get here, like this is this is the moment for CP. I do, however, like, um, you know, if you're going to hedge your bet, like I feel like getting Giannis at plus 350, I feel like he's got to make a return at some point. Um, that's not a bad bet, but I think the Chris Middleton at plus 650 um, is also intriguing. Um, but if I had to bet on it, I think the Suns are going to win this series. So. I think you're you're no there's no wrong answer really with Chris Paul and and DeAndre Ayton. I think Devin Booker, I think you know plus plus two seventy. I think it's nice, but I, I would like that to be like a little bit higher value, like plus three fifty, plus four hundred uh, for me to buy into that one. Yeah, well, and and Dan, you you do have to bet on it. You're you're required by the job that you have to bet on the <laughs> NBA Finals MVP, regardless of what you think of the numbers. We gotta we gotta do it. Dgens only. So I'm going Aiton with the sprinkle, and then Paul at plus one seventy five. But and you hit on this, and there it this does always seem like a good way to play it. Now, the NBA Finals a little different than some of the other uh, Finals MVP where. You know, maybe there's a little bit more chance for a random, like an Andre Iguodala type to come out of nowhere. But, I, I mean, again, I'm not on the Bucks. but if I was, I would take Giannis at plus 375 versus taking the Bucks series price at plus 165 because I don't see the Bucks winning this series without Giannis having an impact. Now, if Giannis has an impact, that means Giannis came back from the grave, came back from the ACL boneyard and had himself a couple good games. Cause I, I don't see how they win without him having some good games. So if he does that, the narrative is going to be so strong for Giannis to me at, at 375 plus 350. Um, that's the way if you're on the Bucks, you, you just bet that and, and hope he and hope he comes and back. Hope he gets back. Because yeah. I guess I guess there's a world where you know, I don't. I, that that's the other thing that I'm wrapping my head around. Like that Bucks team we saw win on the road to clinch the Eastern Conference Finals. Is that really a team that that can that can win in the NBA Finals? It it doesn't. It seemed like that was just kind of an outlier momentum thing. Uh, that they're like Giannis is out. We got everyone. Every man's got to step up. And they did it for two games, which I thought they'd only be able to do it for one. But can they actually do that for the NBA Finals? That seems like kind of a crazy, uh, crazy ask. Now let's let's get in on the series. Of course, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with uh, you know trying to brand myself as Suns and Six guy. So give me Suns and Six at plus four fifty. Um, I also like the over five and a half games at minus one seventy five. Again, not to get too conspiracy theory in it, but I just NBA has this entire summer slate, not much going on. Maybe Suns win four one, but I think again we saw enough. I think out of these Bucks role players um, for them to get a couple wins, and again maybe there's some rust at some point in the series, and there's certainly some matchups of like Middleton and. And even Brooke Lopez, or, or like you said, if Drew Holiday keeps playing like that, and and they're a tough out at home as well. 
So I, I think four, two Suns. that's what I'm looking at. Uh, moon off where are you at for the series and uh, game one, we didn't hit on game one total. So if you got anything on that as well, yeah, I think uh, kind of rewinding back to game one, I think the total, I think if you do like the Suns, I do like the team total for the Suns to go over the one eleven. Uh, you take a look at what they've done in the first um, first round, except for the Lakers, because they are a better defensive team. They put up 122 and then 120 uh, against the Clippers in game one. So I think that rest has really been helping the Phoenix Suns. And Chris Paul even came out and said that having these extra days off is really helping some of the knick-knack injuries that he's been having with his shoulder. He also said that yeah. his, right, his right hand was bothering him also. So I think that's really going to really help uh, Chris Paul and the Phoenix Suns. Um, so that was one bet I was also looking at uh, for game one. As far as the serious prize, yeah, Sean, I agree with you again. I mean, it, it sounds uh, robotic here, but that's exactly what I put in my article this morning was that uh, Suns and six. And um, it, it's really going to depend. I, I think going back to the Atlanta series where they won those two games, the role players did, but that was without, we got to remember, without Trey Young there. Even when he did play in game six, he wasn't himself. That injury was clearly bothering him. And now you fast forward in the NBA Finals, you're going up against a very healthy Phoenix Suns teams that Chris Paul is probably, it's crazy to say, probably playing the best ball of his career. Devin Tucker yeah. is, I mean, that guy is a bucket. Um, again, DeAndre Aiden and their role players with Jay Crowder, Miles, uh, Mikhail Bridges, just a complete team on every single level. So uh, I also took Suns in six. I think that the Bucks will be able to get a, get a game or two at home, but I, I think that it'll be just too much Um too much Chris Paul, too much Devin Booker. Give me Phoenix and six. Yeah, Titus, where are you where are you at on the series? I'm gonna go Phoenix four to one at three seventy. I don't I don't think I think the Bucks are gonna get a game here. Um, I don't think that Giannis is going to be healthy enough to stop the Suns train. Like it's just moving too quickly. They're too good. Too much depth. Um, I think the Sun, I think the, the Bucks are going to get run out the gym. Uh, they might steal a game, but yeah, that's that's going to be about it. Yeah, get off the tracks, Suns train coming. Um, all right, before we wrap any wrap this up, any other uh, random player props or stuff you guys like for either Game One or the series? Moon off any anything we haven't hit on yet. No, I think that uh, covers everything. Um, if you do also like Phoenix to get in on six, I see on uh, one of the books, Phoenix minus one and a half for the series at around plus money. So uh, plus oh, one yeah, that... I'm seeing right now. So I think yeah. that's another good bet. If you like, not if you don't want to lay on the series price of that minus 200 that we're seeing, if you think that it gets done in like five or six games by Phoenix, that, that plus money is more appealing than taking the series price. You're right. I'm going to add that to my portfolio here. The, uh, and, and it's like around plus one fifteen, plus one ten. but the Phoenix yeah. minus one and a half. Cause then you're covered if they win four, two, if they win four, one, or if they win four, Oh, and then get a little sprinkle on the suns in six Titus, any other, uh, any other bets we haven't hit on? Yeah. I'm going to throw out the, uh, Deandre Ayton. I see him at plus money to get 11 and a half rebounds. I think he'll Ooh. clear that. Uh, I think he's going to have a good day. Especially with the if Giannis doesn't play, man, uh, sign this dude up for probably 13, 13, 14 rebounds at least. Yeah, I mean that guy can he can. I don't even know what the phrase is for a great rebounder. That guy can just snag boards left and right, and uh, I think it's they're gonna get so many second shots on the offensive side. I, I mean, again, I, I think Aiton is gonna be that kind of like under uh, overlooked guy coming into the series, especially uh, with either Giannis being not a hundred percent. Or, or simply not playing. So, good opportunity for Deion or 
Uh, Aiden. I almost said uh, DeAndre Jordan. All right, guys. Appreciate you coming on. Make sure you check out the NBA Gambling Podcast. And uh, Moonoff also doing the MLB Gambling Podcast. Check him out on Twitter for Moonoff Manji at SportsNerd824. And for Dan Titus, just simply at Dan Titus. Thank you, guys, and uh, best of luck with the picks. Thanks, Sean. Thanks, Sean. Oh, yeah. Underdog Fantasy. That's right. UnderdogFantasy.com. Use that promo code SGPN. Get a free uh, $25 bonus there. And you can use that to enter Best Ball Mania 2. First place in Best Ball Mania 2 is winning $1 million. That's right. $1 million just for playing a little fantasy football. And, of course, tune in to Draft Day coming July 13th at 1 p.m. Pacific where... Ryan Real Money Kramer is going to draft Best Ball Mania teams for 24 hours straight. And we're going to give away a bunch of uh, free entries as well to Best Ball Mania 2. So you don't want to miss that. UnderdogFantasy.com, a promo code SGPN. Joining us online from the Hero Step podcast, Ty Windish. Ty, hopefully you've been enjoying my uh, Hero Step uh, pronunciation and been uh, incorporating that into into your uh, Bucks content. Haven't incorporated it yet. Too worried I would mess it up. You do it so well. I'm just going <laughs> to let it be a you thing and, and let you have the spotlight on that one. Oh, well, appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, I don't know if I told the story, but I got it from a – I had a gym teacher from Greece who was insistent on, uh, you know, <laughs> when you get heteros, that's how you pronounce it. Very, very strict on that. Wow, man, what a ride. The Bucks are in the NBA championship. I mean, walk us through this. Uh, you know, I saw some of your tweets when, when Giannis went down, and it's just it's just been crazy, the injuries uh, this entire playoffs. But, you know, particularly in the Eastern Conference, things got wonky there. But walk us through this uh, roller coaster of emotions as a Bucks fan uh, you've been going through. It's been so wild. I mean, you go from game four, they come out flat in the first place, a game where really you could take the 3-1 lead and the series in home court game five. It felt like it wasn't a must win for the Bucks, but it was like, okay, take care of business here and it's over. And then right as they start to finally apply some energy, it looks like they might take the game. Giannis goes down, the knee goes entirely the wrong way. Every Twitter doctor is saying there is no way he plays again in the playoffs. He's probably out next year. And I mean the real Twitter doctors, not just, you know, Joe Schmo no, MD. Self-proclaimed, no, yeah. Yeah, the real ones were like, there's no way, no human being. Thankfully, Giannis, not human. I think he probably plays game seven one way or another if he's truly ready or not. I think it's there's a good shot he w plays game one of the finals. But to not have him for f uh, five and six and for Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday, you know, touch and go for a little while, especially in game six. But – both of those guys come through huge. The whole team really comes together. I mean, we got a Jeff T game in game six. Yeah. It really reinforced this Bucks team is different. This squad is ready to win. I mean, they just keep finding ways. I mean, sometimes they dig their own hole. Sometimes they just end up in a hole, like with the Giannis injury. They just keep finding ways to win this postseason, even with a banged up Giannis going into the finals. It's still hard to not feel good about this team because they just keep overcoming adversity. Yeah, I mean, I, I think as a as a Bucks fan, as a Bucks better, that's what you're holding on to is that this team has just figured out 
ways uh, ways to win and, and ways to get it done. Where are you at with Giannis game one? And we're taping this kind of Monday, early afternoon on the West Coast. I, I keep going back and forth. The spread right now on win bet is minus five and a half. So that to me is suggesting they don't think uh, Giannis is going to play game one. And I, I could see the rationale if you're Milwaukee of, hey, kind of maybe hold him out for game one and then go for game two because that you just need to win one and maybe just hold him out. Or, again, it's the NBA Finals. If he, if he can play, he will play. But as as a Bucks insider, what's the latest you're hearing on Giannis? Not a whole lot concrete. Everybody and their brother has a hundred sources right now. <laughs> uh, the word on the street is he's going to try to play. They, they're not ruling him out. The NBA communications just tweeted out he won't do media availability before game one because his status is still uncertain. But, I mean, the Bucks have been calling him doubtful since game five. So, certainly that doesn't mean he's going to play. I think he plays game one. If I'm the Bucks, you know, obviously you, you know you only play him if he's ready to play, of course. But I think maybe you use it as kind of a get-the-feet-wet game. I mean, I just think he's going to need a game to knock off some rust and get back into the swing of things. Maybe he plays 15, 20 minutes in game one, test out the knee, see how everything's going. But I think I would rather do that than just throw him out and expect, you know, 40 minutes from the jump. So if you lose game one because he doesn't play that much, fine. But as you said, you don't need to win both in Phoenix. If you win one of the first two, it's great. So I would not expect a full game of Giannis this early. I do think he's probably going to play, though. I think he's walking pretty well right now. Everyone's zooming in on the knee on he walks up into the airplane. He walks on the sideline. I don't know. I think the guy is superhuman. I think he's going to find a way to play. Well, he truly, truly is the freak. So, yeah, I mean, uh, let, let's talk the case for the Bucks to win. Matchup-wise, what do they got to do? Obviously, we're, we just hit on the Giannis and, and his health and what he can bring uh, is a big part. But what, what about the rest of the squad, the role players, who do you expect to uh, step up and like, yeah, just more so the scenario for the Bucks to, to win this series? Yeah, I think it starts with defense. Like it has for this team all postseason. The offense has been wishy-washy. The shooting has been atrocious. Listen, <laughs> if they finally had a good shooting variance in like three games, suddenly this becomes a whole lot easier. I mean, Bryn Forbes, who really barely shot above his average in round one, shooting what feels like 10% from three since then. It's probably a little higher, but not that much. The Bucks just have not gotten any shots to fall, even good looks. So I'm not going to expect that to happen now. I'm certainly not going to rely on that. I think defense is what it has to be for them. It starts with Drew Holiday, the best individual defender yeah. on the team besides Giannis, uh, and certainly with Giannis somewhat limited early. And I think Drew is going to be the most important defender on the Bucks because the Suns, obviously their offense comes from two guys, both of them perimeter players, Drew, uh, it's not Drew Holiday, Chris Paul and Devin Booker. So you know, guarding those two guys is where it starts on defense. Aiton is a terror, but, you know, Brooke Lopez is going to have to step up and play well on him, limiting CP3 and especially Booker. So I would guess the Bucks start with Drew on CP3 and probably P.J. Tucker on Devin Booker. Again, especially with Giannis limited early. And I think they're going to want Giannis to be a help defender on this series, kind of just ignoring, ignoring Jay Crowder or maybe even Mikhail Bridges. So... You know, how well can Drew do on CP3? I think pretty well. CP is going to get to his spots. The mid-range is going to be there, but Drew can help. The real question is, how do you guard Booker? And he hasn't had the most efficient playoffs, but the guy's a killer. We all know it. If you don't know it by now, you're not been watching enough Eastern Con or Western Conference playoff games. So if 
PJ can pick up some shifts. Maybe you call on Chris Middleton. Maybe later in the series, even Giannis. I mean, we saw him start on Kyrie against the Nets. Yeah. I think he might pick up some assignments, but it's going to be about limiting those two guys because I don't think Phoenix has a ton of offense coming from anyone besides those two and maybe campaign. So if you can limit those guards, it's going to be huge. The Bucs don't have that many guard defenders left, though, so how well they can size down on defense is a big question. Yeah, that's a great point. And, and Devin Booker, I mean, you just talk about like a pure shot. Like when that thing goes up, the, I don't know, the angle of it, whatever it is, it's just, I mean, it's like a work of art, that jump shot. It, it looks so pretty coming out of his hands. Yeah, I mean, to me, and I kind of hit on in the first segment, I, I think Aiton could be a handful uh, for the Bucks, oh, yeah. especially with either Giannis not being there, at least early, or Giannis not being a hundred percent. We've seen him have a huge impact, um, you know, on, on their uh, playoff run looking over to the, um, the NBA finals MVP. I, I kind of threw out an angle of like, if you like the bucks to win the, the, the series, you should probably take some Giannis MVP cause you're getting a much better price. Um, you know, him to win MVP is like three seventy five. bucks to win the series is only like plus one sixty five. Could you make a case for either like Middleton or, or some of these other guys? I, I, I just think if the Bucks win it, they're going to have to get something out of, out of Giannis and the come from behind angle. It, it will like the narrative will be there, but maybe I'm overlooking something. Who, who else is kind of interesting for an NBA finals MVP on the Bucks side? I think it would obviously almost always be Giannis if he was coming in healthy. I think the one area where maybe somebody else could sneak in is, Maybe he doesn't play game one or he's just more limited throughout the series. That's where you open up. And if the Bucks somehow win with him being limited for a good part of the series, then I think probably someone else is going to be pretty deserving of finals MVP. The Chris case is he doesn't start slow like he has in the last two series. He comes out and puts out like nearly 30 a night, basically, and just carries, which is possible. It's certainly possible. He seems to have leveled up a bit this playoffs. The Drew Holiday case is pretty interesting. So that's a guy who can score in buckets too. And if he plays a big role in limiting CP3 and Booker, especially if it's, you know, the voters love, whether it's a big stat throughout the series or maybe a big steal in crunch time, you could see a sneaky Drew Holiday case. I don't know what the odds are. I don't know if I would bet it. But given how important guard defense is and his importance to the Bucks on both ends, I think there is a world where Drew Holiday puts himself in the convo only if Giannis is limited, though. Yeah, and and actually he is he's just behind uh, Middleton and Giannis at nine to one. Um, I I still think uh, like crazy dark horse eight and at twenty five to one is kind of interesting, and then you know some of these other guys at like hundred to hundred fifty to one probably not even. I mean PJ, <laughs> PJ Tucker two fifty to one. I know we we uh, love the long shot here, but that seems even too crazy. I just don't think he's going to score enough, man. I mean, he made a huge three in game six against the Hawks, but he started the game like 0 for 6, 0 for 7 from deep. Like, uh, I mean, I know it worked for Iguodala, but I don't think he's going to play that much of a role. No, that's the problem, too. That Iguodala series or finals MVP, that's like the kryptonite for betters because now everyone (laughs) in the back of their head's like, oh, maybe it's like Iguodala. We get that 100 to 1. But I mean, really, that was just about him just sticking on LeBron and, and giving enough defense. And then on the offensive side in that series, it was split, I think between clay and Steph. And so 
They're just like, hey, give it to give it to old man uh, Iguodala. I, I think that was the voters' way of honoring LeBron without giving it to the losing team. I mean, they <laughs> were like, this guy was so good. Let's give it to the guy who had to guard him the whole series. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you look at uh, LeBron's numbers; they were still pretty good. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, no, nobody nobody's a LeBron stopper. We're past that. We've advanced past that as a, as a society. We'll see if Jay Crowder is still a Giannis stopper in this series, though. I mean, that was. He was huge against the Bucks in the bubble. Again, Giannis being limited will make it a little, a little easier for him, especially early. I think Giannis has gotten past being stopped by one player, especially one that's small. We've seen more of a post game. But Aiton also someone who was called a Giannis stopper. So that's going to be fascinating to see when he comes back. How effective is he? How much offense goes through him? Because the Suns team presents some issues. I, I mean, he scored great against them in the regular season, but... This is not easy matchups on this team defensively for the Bucs. So again, another reason why Drew and Chris just have to be huge, especially Drew. If Drew can dominate the CP3 matchup, that changes a ton, but that's not an easy thing to do. No, yeah, and you're, the, the series could hang on that matchup. Uh, moving over to game one, Bucks are getting five and a half points in Phoenix, plus 200 to win the game outright. Total sitting at 217. What, what are your thoughts on uh, game one here? Uh, and again, to me, the spread is reflecting that Giannis isn't playing. So uh, if you think you can get something out of Giannis or you, you think Giannis will be cleared and you're on the Bucks, I think you bet it now because the line, I think, will most certainly drop if he's cleared. Uh, now, how much it drops probably depends on how, how much people think he actually plays. But what, what are your thoughts going into game one Tuesday night? It's tough. Um, I think it's tough to favor the Bucks just because the Giannis uncertainty and the probability he doesn't play at all. They've played so well without him. Credit to them, of course, for that. But this Phoenix team is dangerous. They're coming off such a huge win, as are the Bucks, but much healthier team. I do think there is some, not spoiler potential, but there is just that upset potential. I think the Bucks are a team that they're probably glad to be the underdog here after being favored and blowing it in two consecutive postseasons. <laughs> they pulled it out against Atlanta, but underdogs against the Nets in most people's eyes, underdogs in the finals. I think they can do it. I think it's been such a weird playoffs. If anything, I would consider the under just because the Bucks have been under loving team this this playoffs, it feels like. But I mean, I remember Brooklyn before the series, I was like, all the overs. I think yeah, it felt like was- every under cashed. I mean, they barely scored at all. So either go with the under or go with the over because I was so wrong last time. Just assume I'm going to be wrong again. This is a hard team to figure out. <laughs> fade, fade tie. He's, he's cold. Exactly. Here. His team's hot. That's all that matters. Now, what about, what about the series price? I've, I've dubbed myself sons and six guy. I had him uh, sons and six last series. I, uh, unfortunately for your bucks, I think, I think sons and six is at, at plus four fifty. That's what I'm looking at. But what about you? What do you? What's the uh, Bucks formula to win this series? And uh, yeah, I don't know. What What are you looking at for the series overall? Yeah, I think the interesting thing is the Bucks have gotten a lot better in like the early midpoint of series this year. They've kind of been bad over the first game or three, and then they tend to figure things out and roll a bit from there. So. I do think this could start out ugly for the Bucks. Like that's why I really didn't want to say, you know, go for that Bucks five and a half. Game one could be awful. I wouldn't write the Bucks out after that though. I think the key for them for this series is just going to be like the whole playoffs is like 
survive. Maybe they haven't thrived in every game, every series, but they survive. They stay in games. They find ways to win late. This Phoenix team is very good. I'm certainly not underrating them. I think Suns and six would be tough because they'd have to go win in five serving game six. I don't think that'll be easy, especially if you assume Giannis is healthier by then. Yeah. Although we'll see. We, we still don't know. If, you know, I assume he plays. Maybe he doesn't play at all. We really don't know. I think he will. I don't think they're going to be able to keep him out. But I'm sticking with Bucks in six just because okay. they finally did it after not winning in six since Brandon Jennings said that. The last time I think was in the 80s against the Brooklyn Nets or the New Jersey Nets, excuse me, actually. But they broke the Bucks in six curse. I think they steal either game two, one, two, or five, and then take the home games, and that's the series. I, I would not like to go to seven games. I would be nervous about that. But, again, I won't count this Bucks team out until they're down 3-0 or 4-something. They went into <laughs> Brooklyn and beat KD in game seven, despite him being otherworldly. I'm rolling with them no matter what, man. I don't. This is unhealthy. This is a, an unusual place for any Bucks fan, but I'm riding with them. I believe Bucks and you know, six. Yeah, and in a weird and Bucks and six is uh, plus five hundred. I uh, get that over a win bet. So I think um, you know you hit on an angle that I I kind of ignored earlier with my uh, son's handicapping and predictions of this. The pressure is kind of off the Bucks in a weird way because. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, hey, we we weren't even supposed to be there. Giannis was hurt. So if they lose, they kind of already have that built-in excuse of like, oh, Giannis got hurt. He wasn't 100%. But they are used to being the, the one seed in the East and like all this tension. And you even saw it, and I, I don't know, as a Bucks guy weigh in, but it felt like that game one against Miami, got, they got super tight, got into overtime, and then they won in overtime. And then after that, it felt like, a little bit of a relief. They cruised against Miami, and it felt like some of the pressure was released. And now, in a weird way, Giannis getting hurt uh, takes some of the pressure away. That's kind of a that's kind of an interesting angle. So, Bucks in uh, to win four two at plus five hundred. Man, it should be a. Uh, it's gonna be. Uh, I I hope it's gonna be a good series. A lot of fun matchups. Ty, appreciate you uh, calling in. Make sure you give Ty a follow on Twitter at Ty Windish. And, of course, the Hero Step Podcast on Blue Wire Podcast. Uh, thank you, of course, for Ty uh, for calling in. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean Stacking the Money Green. He is uh, normally Ryan Real Money Kramer. Let it ride.